United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Cross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects. Hey! Yo, that was so authentic. It was. I don't. I don't think either. But it's always you. You always open, but I always wait for you. But I feel like you always wait for me. And then it's always like that awkwardness of us just staring at each other. We've been <laughs> talking for maybe forty minutes. Yeah. And then we're like ready to record. Yep. And that's the first time we experience actual silence. Yeah, it's true. I also, like, am still, despite us doing this forever, I'm still trying to decide, like, if I want to pretend like we didn't just, like, talk for an hour on Patreon. Like, hey, good to see ya. How are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I I haven't decided yet. I feel like the answer is no. Yeah, I want you to meet me with, like, raw hatred and disappointment. Like, oh, you again. Here we are after... 45 minutes of recording. Also, can I just say, first of all, I can say that, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle. But, um, we, here's the thing about this. Here's the thing about this. People enjoy our Patreons. I don't know why, man. That's what I'm saying. The amount of work that we put into our regular episodes, I put more emotional labor into Patreon. Because Patreon is where I share my secrets. Yeah, I think that's the summary of it. It's like, we put more emotional time and effort into Patreon, and then we put, like, actual script writing into the episode and and formatting, um, storytelling, if you will. And um, I was... I don't know how to take it. I don't know if I should be offended or thankful. Maybe a little bit of both. Again, why are we, you know, why are we saying we can only be one thing? It's very narrow-minded. I think I feel both things at the same time because the feedback that we have received is like peace and love to them because a, thank you so much for giving us a dollar every month to listen to. Fucking thank you for Patreon. Appreciate that, but. They are more inclined to listen to the Patreon and nothing else. And I'm like, brother, do you think that I like spending three hours uh, cramming in research and writing for these episodes? I would much rather be like fresh and fit fucking incel bald boy podcast talking about how I'm an alpha male and shit like that. I'd rather bullshit to the sun all day long and you guys be like, "Mm, delicious, delicious, delicious. But instead, we give you both. And maybe just lie to me, I guess. Maybe lie. Maybe be like, I love your regular episodes, even though you actually just like when we shit on things for 45 minutes on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I, I just need like the lie a little bit, I guess is what I, I'm saying. I think it's more successful when we're mean to each other, too. Because I don't know, it's never even mean to each other. I, just I think, think that's it's more successful projecting. when we're shitting on each other, you know? <laughs> Because Oliver was telling me that one of his coworkers was listening to us and was like audibly laughing out loud at us screaming at each other one day. I was like, which episode was it? He's like, which episode isn't it happening? 
They and, love to uh, see they love to see two queens fighting, brother. Yeah. <laughs> they and love then, to pit two queens against each other, man. And even at work sometimes, like the people who listen to our podcast who we work with, which is also horrifying, will be God, like it makes me want to die. They'll ask me when we're like they're like, Oh, like, do you and Noelle XYZ? And I'm always like, fuck Noelle. I don't talk to her no more. <laughs> that's the energy. Yeah, that's the energy Stupid I try to keep at work. Bitch. Yeah, Honestly, keep them guessing. Keep them. I love it. Keep them guessing. I, um, oh, if you boy. close that. Oh, hold on. This is like fourth wall. If you close that fucking door, I'm going to freak out. It gets so hot within seconds. I got to yell. You got to, you close your door. Oliver, you got to close your door. And you know what? I don't even care. For once, I'm keeping you awake by being fucking loud. It's Welcome 9 o'clock at night. It's 9 o'clock at night. Every I'm night. the headphones so he can hear me. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock at night, you old fuck. Are you kidding me? It's 9 o'clock at night. Cry yourself to sleep about Jeff it. It's disgusting. <laughs> He's showing you his dick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> go to actually, you know what? Go to bed, old man. Yeah. Go, to, go tuck yourself in. Go drink your magnesium milkshake and go to bed. Go put yourself yeah. to bed. Yeah, I don't want to be mean, but I'll like literally fucking kill you if you close that door. I can't stop yelling. It's so hot. I don't want to be mad, the but door. I will skin you alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to be mad, but I'm gonna skin you. I'm going to fucking skin you alive. Don't walk away and look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> you can't. You already used it. Joke's on you. He's threatening to return the birthday gift he gave me two months early. Um, I will say the birthday gifts you've been receiving in June. Shocking yeah. to me. A little shocking to me. Is he still yelling? <laughs> yeah, <he is. laughs> God, seek help, old For man. For those of you who don't know, um, Oliver keeps closing the office door when we're podcasting, and it gets so fucking hot in here. And I've been just sweaty with post COVID that I have this massive floor fan pointing directly at me. And then he closes the door and he cuts me off from any relief whatsoever. And I can't have the window open because it's so loud on the street sometimes. Mm. So, anyway, I, I had to. Problem. I had to lay down the law a little bit. Oh, me in my house. It's so loud in my house, in the home in which I live in. It's so, oh, look at me and all of my problems. Oh, I'm a homeowner. Blah, blah, blah. Look at Um, me. Oh. Go fuck yourself, loser. And don't be alarmed, anyone. That's just how we talk to each other in general. So not me (laughs) and Noel, but also me and Oliver talk to you. This is how I talk to people. Um, also, hey, what's up? That's Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm Chelsea. <laughs> um, and I'm hot. God. Uh, you guys have fucking air conditioning. No, our air conditioning has been so funky lately. Remember when you came over for the barbecue and we had all the fans going and like the lights were turned out I in the house? I just like peace and love. I just thought that was Oliver being cheap. Yes, it is. <laughs> but like something's been up with our air conditioning where it sets to like eco mode, which is fine. You want eco mode because it like keeps your how the house the coolest for the cheapest. But then it's like switching and going down to like sixty something degrees, and it super cools and then it freezes and then the whole thing goes off. So it's like you're cruising along, thermostat resets to like sixty degrees, and then it breaks and then you have to spend like two or three days to defrost it, and then it's not reading the temperature correctly. So 
the thermostat, some, some brilliant genius put it right next to the air conditioning. So like if it's really cold right next to it, when it is working, it doesn't cool down the rest of the house. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. So we just installed like a window unit today, which I have to send you a picture of it because you guys are getting real fucking ghetto. It's so white trash, my guy. Um, so it's the window unit, but our windows open sideways. They're not like the up and down kind. Mm-hmm. So normally when you install a window unit, you just close the window down on top of it. Mm-hmm. But because we had to slide it into it, we took styrofoam and just got like silver. It's like aluminum tape, like for insulation, but it just looks like duct tape. And we had to like tape together the pieces of styrofoam and put them in the window and then tape the styrofoam to the house. Do you want to know how I know exactly what you're speaking of? Because you live in an also white trash area. Because I have the exact same setup in my bedroom. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it slaps though. Like, dude, I was I literally cold. I was brother. I was saying the same fucking thing. So I've had my um, air conditioning unit in my bedroom for two years now. Last year was the first year I got it, but I because I'm a lady of the people. I don't read the instructions. I just hope I figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was using it incorrectly the whole time. I was just putting it on fan and being like, this is okay, but this is like, ugh. I finally figured out how to put it on air conditioned mode. That bitch gets <sighs> polar, dog. It gets Dude. ice caps. There is a cherry on top of this too. It puts moisture into the air a little bit. So you're getting free humidifier all damn day long. I know. Sinuses, probably not going to be dry for a long time. Do you not remember the conversation we had about what an air conditioner is? Because it's conditioning the, con- the air and Oliver <laughs> got mad at us or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All I remember was Oliver talking to me. And I think I sent you a video of him like explaining the diagrams. And I, yeah. I was just like, fucking kill me. And he was. Yeah, of how an air conditioner works. And I was like, I don't need this man to open his dumb whore mouth and speak. Yeah. I figured it out. Okay. I figured it's- it out myself. It's cute because I'm about to share um, an anecdote, but when we very first started dating, I remember talking about the complexities of a hot tub, and he went, is it all right with you if I explain to you how it works? And I was like, <gasps> oh, mm, absolutely that's how I knew. No, that's if how I, I knew. For a man to be like, not just explain it, but for him to be like, is it all right if I explain it to you? I remember being like... <laughs> your loins because you get <laughs> your so, loins were soaked because yeah. you, you weren't get, immediately mansplained yeah, he asked get, if he could mansplain uh, yeah isn't it weird how the bare minimum just like <laughs> just, you know and yeah. it was just so fucking respectful in a way that like took me off guard like i'm used to you open the door for me like paying for dinner thank you but to like ask for permission to explain something to me i've never had that before I don't know how I'd react to that. Probably not well. I'm I went. Go ahead oh, and say. I went like this. I did this. I said, oh, all right. And then he explained it, and I retained none of it. But it was also <laughs> maybe only our like second or third date. So it's when you're like finding reasons to be enamored with someone. I mean, I'm usually the opposite. I'm finding reasons to block them. I on all I, social media platforms. Well, I mean, and steal I, their credit card. <laughs> That was also, I think the, that wasn't, that must've been our third date. Cause I think it was our second date. I think I sent you a picture of him peeing and it was just his butt. And I said, this man's going to kill me. Cause he pulled his pants down and peed with the door open. 
I do like, remember that because I was like, actually, yes, you are going to die. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then the third date, he was a little bit more lucid. And I think that was the hot tub date. And his mom, God bless Kelly. His mom came out because he was still living at his parents' house. And she came out to talk to him and she sat on the side of the hot tub and just like swished her arm in and was like, what are you guys up to? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's nice to meet you. I got up and shook her hand and then she like her hand was all wet and then she wiped it off on her pants. And I was like, Hup. that is incredible. It was very awkward because I didn't know what that to say. That is incredible. Yeah. You say, talking. hey, you want to get a bathing suit and jump on <laughs> yeah. in? But she was like talking to Oliver about chores or something. She's like, do you think you can move this wood? He's like, God, yeah, I can later. What a cock block, honestly. That's real so, queen shit right there. Dude, I love Kelly so much. Like, I would die for Kelly. I would maybe kill for Oliver. I would uh, kill for Kelly. She is yeah, so yeah, fucking funny. Yeah, Her I mannerisms get that. are just... She has, like, those, like, mannerisms that are very observable, but, like, hard to describe. Um, yeah. Like, if she, she'll come over, and then she'll just open up the air the um air fryer and close it and be like oh. <laughs> like oh. interesting i know i saw her looking around in, in cabinets just to see what was going on and i was like that's a woman into my heart because i also <laughs> like snooping around yeah she's just like shit <laughs> and it's not in a judgmental way like you would be like no. oh another it's like it's always just inquisitive she's curious gentle wonder yeah like yeah. what's it do? like oh. That's where they keep their silverware in here. And it may be like, oh, I wouldn't keep it there. But she's always just so fascinated of like, oh. Like it's, a new, <laughs> it's like she's discovering a treasure every time. She's yeah, like, oh. yeah. It is, it is very wholesome and sweet. Yeah, um, she is just such a... Adorable. Such a, a goddamn good lady. Um, speaking of not good ladies, though, and oh, by God. ladies, I mean men. I can't believe fun- you're the one dialing it in. Like, let's get the show on the road. Um, yeah, <sighs> to Oliver's completely wrong point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he really I, derailed honestly, this. I, I'm going to go ahead and blame him. And I'm also going to say, I'm thinking about laying down in bed with my air conditioner just <laughs> blasting on my yeah. face. And I'm like, we've got to get this show yeah, on the well, I'll road. speed read it as fast as I can. And then people can just put the episode on like half speed. And oh no God. one needs to know. That's such um, a good idea. So I wonder if I'm curious now we should just try like a test of that one day, but not today. Yeah, not today. So a few weeks ago, we talked about televangelist Kenneth Max Copeland. And last week we talked about Marion calling him by his real name. Yeah. Who really pushed the idea of like prosperity gospel. And Mm -hmm. just a super quick reminder of what that is. It's quote, the idea that preaches that financial blessing and physical well-being are always the will of God for them, and that faith, positive speech, and donations to religious causes will increase one's material wealth, a.k.a. fuck the poor. Yeah, very much so, and specifically donations. Mm-hmm. It's you, 100%. You plant the seed, you plant the seed, and the seed is $200. Right, and it's not even like positive speech either, too. It's controlling toxic positivity so like you can't be you can't be like yeah i gave this guy all my money and nothing fucking happened you're like i need to give more because my faith is waiting to reward me is how they'll frame that yeah and if you gave them you know the 200 dollars seed and nothing happened it's because you didn't give enough Mm -hmm. try 400 next time you fucking bitch 
Yeah, so the money is a seed to which you can reap personal financial blessing, which is not how the world works. I genuinely wish it was. So with this prosperity, the Copelands have done little to nothing to actually pass the immense amounts of wealth that they've conned from people and like back onto them and instead have turned it around to purchase things like mansions and private planes for themselves. And this isn't just limited to the Copelands. I mean, we're doing an entire televangelist series and we're kind of picking and choosing the shittiest out of all of them. And when you get down to it, televangelists hoard their wealth that they have absolutely 100% stolen under false pretenses from the most desperate people in America. Absolutely. And before we dive into the heroes of this whole story next week, we first want to highlight the whole kit and caboodle when it comes to televangelism and its schemes as a whole. So in 2012, there was a post written on dustoffthebible.com what is that? I know. I wrote, it, I wrote it in parentheses. Here we fucking go. Is it um, for the Bible or against the Bible? I can't I, decide. I think it you it calls out people who manipulate the Bible to get personal gains. It's very much a, like that energy when people say like homosexuality is sin and then someone comes back with like a Jesus meme that's like, I didn't fucking say that. I think it's that energy. Um, they have an entire tab on their website's that's dedicated to memes and the description is a wonderful collection of both tasteful and edgy Christian memes. I love it. I actually follow edgy. It's called dank Christian memes. And then also Christian or dinosaurs against Christians against dinosaurs is also a very good group for like, um, this is anyway. not, these are not edgy memes. It, I don't, I don't believe that they would be. I also think it's their it, attempt for edginess. That's true. It's I think it's the people who are like, I'll say it with my chest, like I can support you. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like I'm the cool Christian who knows the Bible type people who don't. They hate. also haven't had a new meme since 2018. So like, well, COVID happened. So you fucking calm down. Not in 2018, bitch. Well, anyway. we we're thinking about it. <laughs> so the seeds were being sown for real. I- um, they did have, and this is like 99% of what our episode is going to be referring to, is an article that they titled, The Worst Televangelist Product Scams of All Time. And I did not, I just want to preface, I did not spend any time looking into the rest of the website. So, Noel, do not fucking come for me. I'm not. I'm just speaking okay. I'm speaking I was facts. worried. I was worried because sometimes I don't check the home pages or like the landing pages of these websites and I get fucking exposed. <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird that you don't do that sometimes. It's like you and my dad are just (laughs) getting got by the internet. Well, we're sharing the common enemy of televangelists, which is fun. So if I were to be served a plate of vegetables, maybe dustoffthebible.com is like the candy that your mom puts on the side. My mom's not putting any candy on the side. But it's okay. Anyway. (laughs) It's okay. It's fine. I'll let it slide. Just go on. I'm sure I'm going to reference worse websites in the duration of this episode. Yeah, this is probably nothing. So the article lists out different schemes and scams that these people run to trick the desperate out of money. And we're going to skip over the prosperity gospel. That's like a lot of what their scheming is, but I feel like we've covered it pretty extensively. Yeah, and if there's one thing about a good scammer, it's that they don't have one scam. You have to have contingency scams. They got a finger in every shit pie, my guy. 
they don't even care anymore. They're like, they'll try it. They'll sell those little wand things that go whoop and they cross yeah. when you supposedly go over oil. What are those oh called? My divining rods? The divining rod, yeah. And when they try to find oil yeah. and when they try to find water. Yeah. Um, incredible stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna we're not gonna cover those. We're not gonna cover the prosperity gospel. We're gonna cover the other ways that these people try to steal money from like your fucking desperate grandma. Love to see it. Um also I I forgot about this. Before I read these out loud, I think we should rename our Patreon tiers. I know we don't really have tiers, but I think we should mimic our Patreon tiers and offer the same um rewards for our followers. <laughs> That's such a good idea. <laughs> imagine, like, let's just go through it. And I want you to think, like, the parallels. Like, this first one will be the dollar. And even though, like, everybody gets in with a dollar, like, if you choose to, you know, put in more, we're absolutely grateful for you. We will give you a slightly shittier reward. Yeah, I think based if, you, off of this. if you do $5 prayer cloth, you know what I mean? You're going to yeah. get a piece of paper that we've put between our ass cheeks for sure. Yeah, or I'll send you a shirt I don't wear anymore. And then or maybe like <laughs> an old socks. toy that yeah, a toy that Puffin has decimated. Um so the first of these many schemes is called a prayer package. So sometimes I'm gonna say I can't it's hard to hate these guys because I am jealous that I didn't think of this bullshit first. Prayer packages are the idea that if you pay money to these churches They'll put together a team of prayer warriors to phone it in directly to God and get you some real results. Mm. And the idea of prayer packages actually came to light around nine months ago when Jim Baker, alleged rapist, yep. told people that God could not hear them through their protective face masks during COVID. <laughs> he um, honestly, he is such a fucking poet when it comes to bullshit it's like <laughs> yeah. music it's eloquent it's like, like when he speaks his garbage it's made of gold shit for I, sure i don't want to give him too much credit but you're right if shit came out of his mouth like if his vomit was literally a, just a massive poop he'd poop out like a replica of the mona lisa yeah it's like insane. that's that's literally it. It's like he opens his mouth and it's for sure actual human feces. It yeah. absolutely is. And it stinks and it's rotten and it fills the <laughs> room and it. it curls your mustache hairs. Why didn't I think of it first though? You know what I mean? But it's like, oh. it, it will it will come out and it will be an exact replica to a T of the Titanic. And like that's just what it is. It's like, mm -hmm. yes, this is a diagram of the Titanic, but it's made out of shit. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. It's fucking <laughs> incredible but it's also shit right yeah <laughs> also human shit it's just the sistine chapel don't let it get in the sun though because it's unbearably stink yeah we're all gonna get tetanus by how yeah. rancid it is by but just listening beautiful. to us talk about him you're yeah. gonna get your herpes but like so, jesus christ that that, yeah. that to me i just like i need to like chew on it a little bit more <laughs> well so god here, can't hear you through yeah. your protective face mask so here's how it, it's brilliant right because he implied that unless you either went to your own church and prayed unmasked which most churches tried to shut down and that actually didn't do um that god wouldn't hear your prayer so mm -hmm. since a lot of churches were shut down during covid obviously people couldn't do that so instead what they could fucking do is send him their money and his prayer warriors who didn't have to wear masks at his church would reach out to God on your behalf. It was like prayer telephone. 
Oh my god. And the fallacy here is implying that your prayers within the safety of your own home don't work and don't matter because they don't hold any celestial weight. And I he mean, charges you money for it. It's just, to me, it's beautiful a little bit. It's a little bit beautiful. It's just like, I would like to know what the stats are with how many prayers they received. Well, are they receiving anything? Or is it like, I send you money and then your prayer warriors pray for me. Do I they mean, get any certificate back? Is it masked in COVID? I'm sure they get a thank you and then like an, a prepaid envelope that says like, please mail another payment here. Um, just, I wonder. It's just so. I wonder. It, yeah, it's. It's also crazy because, like, you're not – the people who are sending in their money to these types of things, I feel like you're at the point of desperation where they're probably close to just not being alive anymore. So they're just playing the waiting game. Like, if you're like, oh, I have the worst form of cancer and I've been given six months to live, instead of putting my money into cancer treatment, I'm going to send it to these people instead. It's my last literal Hail Mary. They'll milk you for all you're worth for six months till you die. Like, oh, that's absolutely. Easy money they, for them. They, they encourage it and they love it. I also, um, you know, I don't think I'm going on a limb by saying the people that are willing to send money into the televangelist to pray for them probably aren't in a position to be sending anyone money. Do you know what they're I'm not. saying? They're, they're, they're not. They're not because they're not. I don't like, oh man, am I going to get into like shitty tier stuff? It's lower socioeconomic people. But I feel like it's also um, a sense of marginalized in the sense that they're probably not able to succeed economically because of some sort of either like physical or like mental issue that makes them more subjected to that. You know what I mean? Like they're probably part yeah, of Yeah, I would also group. say it probably could be um, geographical in some cases. Like yeah. Bible Belt, Rust Belt are the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're out in some fucking oil field – um, population two, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're probably getting hook, line and sinker on this shit. Yeah. And it's, it's almost expected of it there too. Like you get into the situation where you're trying to do all this like extra stuff and people are going to blame you. Like, no, you're sick because you're not loving God enough. You're almost peer pressured into supporting this kind of stuff in those areas because you're constantly being gaslit about what your real issues are. And people are like, Oh, your car broke down because it's like a 1990 piece of shit. No, your car broke down because you put your money into it instead of putting your money into God. Yeah, that's a thousand percent. It's it's very victim blamey. Um, yeah. And when you get put into those situations, it's like so textbook. Like it's hard to leave your abusers. You just keep continuing that cycle, and you get the love bomb. You send the money in, and they send you all this stuff. Like, oh, you're so great. God loves you. God hears you. We feel the spirit surrounding you, all this stuff. So that's like their temporary reward mm-hmm. and it gets withdrawn. And then you're like, I got to send more money. And then you get the reward again. It's yeah. uh, the cycle of abuse, hundred percent. So that's just one way. So that's tier one of what our upcoming Patreon tier. Yeah. 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 The, a prayer. Um, prayer two, uh, or tier two are prayer cloths. <laughs> I'm fucking losing it. Um, prayer cloths. So, Don Stewart, also known as the Evangelist of Compassion. Those two words don't belong (laughs) together. Um, He's an actual absolute fucking nut job who has a YouTube channel where he spouts his nonsense in the form of prophecy updates. 
In one of his YouTube videos, he encourages his viewers to call in to get themselves a green prosperity handkerchief. This is our foot in the door. This is a televangelist foot in the door because what happens is you call in and you get your free green scrap of fabric, but you also have to give this church all of your information. So in turn, you send this green prosperity or you call in to get this green prosperity cloth and you're opening the floodgates for harassment. It's like the same thing if you sign up with for something with like your email on the internet and then suddenly you're getting like a hundred spam emails a day. That's a hundred percent what they're doing. You know what the question is that I have for you and also myself? Hmm. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I wanted to see if I could like call in and get one before this episode. I don't know what their turnaround time is or I don't know if but I, I see a picture and it has a embroidered gold DS in it. Yeah, not not JS for Jesus S. I no. fucked that up. Not a JC uh, for Jesus Christ, but a DS for Don Stewart. So yeah, the true Jesus Christ, if you think about it. Yeah, if you call in, you're on the fucking grid at this point with them. Um, they have your phone number, address, personal information, and even worse, they have exactly what's going on in your life so they know what to exploit. And there was actually a scathing article written about Don Stewart on trinityfi.org, which is a website dedicated to monitoring religious fraud, who wrote about the IRS documents where it's proven that after these successful campaigns, um, where others have been like sending letters about starving kids all over the world and asking for donations, Stewart and the Herpes he calls colleagues suddenly have an all expenses trip paid to Hawaii. So he gets these campaigns going money comes in and then they're gone on a trip. And when watchdog organizations um, press Stewart to prove the money was actually donated and not used for personal vacations, his lawyer made a public statement stating that quote, the people who are interested in the organizations don't want the financial information. The idiotic groups that want to harm the organizations want it. And then again, from the same article, the Business Journal reported that the IRS was investigating his organization for mail fraud. It was reported that of the $8 million raised annually, less than 6% went overseas to ministries, while a special attorney was being paid a retainer of $10,000 per month. And Stewart and his wife were reported to be receiving salaries of about two hundred and fifty grand. So similar to Brandenburg after yeah. the court uh, <laughs> trial. Ooh, also, um, just in case you're curious how it works, um, this is from their website, which looks like it has not been updated since 2003. Um, question, how does the green prosperity prayer handkerchief work? Answer. <clears throat> so listen. Don Stewart lays his hands on the green prosperity prayer handkerchiefs and prays over them. As soon as possible, the handkerchief is sent to you. Just as with the Apostle Paul, there have been many great testimonies of the miracles of healing, prosperity, oh, they forgot a comma here, and spiritual miracles from people who have used the green prosperity prayer handkerchief. That's so dumb. I'm on the website now and I'm trying to request a prayer handkerchief, but there's, oh, I can request it here. Prayer request. What should we request? What do you want to pray about? I need money. Um, I'm going to misspell money. I oh, need you money. Should misspell. <laughs> misspell a lot. I'm going to say I'm Charles. Oh, there Blue he is. Bill. 
Yeah. Oh, I have to put my actual address in, though. Oliver, don't be mad at me. Oh, he's going to uh, Email mad. is going to be chelseaandnoelgotohell.com. I will put my actual phone number. It won't let me on. It. I keep saying I don't have permission. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom Access of the page, denied. there's a prayer request. I know I'm literally... Customer but this service. is a prayer request. This is not for the green handkerchief. How do I get... I get a free... You have to do the prayer handkerchief section, but that's the part where it says I don't have permissions. Wait, there's a, if you go to Joshua Media Ministries, there's a page that says free miracle prayer cloth. I bet you have to pay shipping. I just want my swag. All right, here we go. (laughs) I just want my swag bag. (laughs) I want my Jesus swag bag. Um, I hope this isn't heresy. I do it out of, uh, and, and I'm also using the podcast email, which is Chelsea and Noel go to hell. They're not going to give it to us. Gmail.com. This is just like when you told the detective, our name was <laughs> Chelsea and Noel go to hell. And then it wasn't published in KSL because the Mormons won't That's what our publish name is. go to hell. All right. I just submitted to get your free prayer cloth from this website. This guy looks cool. Um, I you will... are going to wake up tomorrow with missionaries at your door and not the ones on bicycles. I know. Get your so. free. Look at that guy. He's like holding like 80 crutches and he's looking right into my heart. Oh, he's one of those guys who like they hang the crutches and uh, wheelchairs on the walls of the people yeah. who they've healed. <gasps> Oh, he's incredible. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. He does face-to-faces. Do you yeah, see? He I'm going to get a... No, I didn't look that far. I just Googled, I want a free prayer cloth. And this man was like me and, and my 70 first... crutches. Yeah, this is the first website that came up. Also, like, the so the crutches are one thing. But there are multiple canes and walkers in his hands as well. Yeah. And those I are expensive, just... man. You got to give those back, even if you don't need them anymore. Well, I just want to know what the next 10 feet looked like. You know what I mean? He does dream interpretation. Oh, Jesus. Charles? (laughs) No! (laughs) Get out of here. Okay. Also, Um, it's so weird to me when people are not white and they're promoting white Jesus. That is a little weird, isn't it? It's just weird to promote white Jesus in general. It is weird to promote white Jesus. And it's especially weird when, like, everyone else does it. Like, I get when the stupid, dumb whites do it, because we're stupid, dumb. Yeah. And they photoshopped his eyes to be so blue. Anyway. Okay. Let's go on. I will say that I do recommend checking out the article from trinityfi.org. I'm going to say what the hyper or the URL is. I don't know if anyone will visit it. It's not in... It's not difficult. It's just Trinity Fi, so T-R-I-N-I-T-Y-F-I.org, forward slash press, forward slash Don Stewart, dot HTML. It is really good. It's like, it's it, it drags him through the mud um, with evidence. And they rip, like rip out the Bible now and then, too, when he makes like a biblical claim. And they're like, oh, if you knew how to fucking read, maybe you would know that this is what it says. And I love that energy. I um, do love that energy as well. The third tier of our upcoming Patreon, and also one of the examples of how televangelists exploit you, is Miracle Spring Water. And 
I genuinely do not know how to cover this section without thinking about that part in Space Jam where Michael Jordan's like, it, w- it was just water the whole time. And they're all mm-hmm. playing good. And they're like, it's not your special stuff. Um, and you know what, Noel? Maybe the Miracle Spring Water is just a friends we made along the way. You better believe it. I think the Miracle Spring Water is all the old people we scam out of their retirement money and disability yeah. checks. Yeah, the the goo that they leave behind because their family no longer has the finances to adequately bury them, so they're just left in the morgue. That's true. <laughs> so, and there there isn't much to this one other than a man named Peter Popoff, which I think is a great fucking name. That is a good uh, name. Sold the idea that a special water would heal your mind, body, soul, and even finances. So let's talk about Peter Popoff. um, Let's talk about him because (laughs) I don't understand how a man who looks like he's in a perpetual state of melting says that anything heals anybody. Dude, he is the Dick Tracy version of Max Headroom, but brunette. And a tonkier. He doesn't, he looks like the, he looks like uh, Mickey Rourke in Sin City. <laughs> he does. And look at his big old palms. Look at his big old meaty knuckly ham sandwich fingers. Oh my God. Oh my Jesus. I don't want that man touching anything he looks, that's going to come near me. He looks like you give him, you know, that scene in Beauty and the Beast where they put the plate down and Beast is just like, <laughs> and then he like looks around. And he's like, no, I use fork. That's this guy's energy for sure. GQ did a uh, story on him, and it's called "Born Again Scoundrel," which honestly Ooh. sounds kind of like cool. I want to be. I, I want to be a born again scoundrel. That actually but, would be good merch if it wasn't associated with this fucker. Well, let's take it from him. Uh, he scams people. We can scam him too. God, he he is just a sausage man. He just looks like if a subway sandwich came to life, like a subway <laughs> meatball sub. <laughs> came to life (laughs) it's this man everything about him is so thick except his tiny little eyes and his i'm gonna say it again thin villainous lips like just Um, he looks like a poorly made human-esque mask from like the 1930s have you seen that picture online where somebody sculpted a beautiful head bust out of clay and then the next picture is they drop it and it's all <laughs> fucked up and smashed? Like, that's what he looks like. He looks like the second yeah. photo. Um, it's like somebody who – it's like somebody showed you a picture and like, look what I drew. But they're not good at art and you're it, you're like, okay. That's what he yeah, looks like. Yeah, it's just like frightening. It's, His proportions it's- are off. His proportions are off and his proportions are evil. They're just like, oh, there's his head is a perfect rectangle. <laughs> yeah. He made looks, of salami. He looks like a Brillo pad that's made <laughs> out of leather somehow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just like one of the most unsettling. It's like, he gives me the uncanny valley because he's so like he scary looking. Opens his mouth in the same way that like sloth from the Goonies does. Just like, like he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't emote human features. It's like an alien sculpted a human from memory, and then yeah. was just really mad the whole time. Yeah, and then he's like using not even just for men. It's an entire like mega jumbo black sharpie to color in his fucking hair he broke open a a vial of printer ink 
If this man sweats, he's gonna look like Rudy Giuliani. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking oil. Oh my god. God. He looks face. like Rudy Giuliani having an allergic reaction to something. Like this man does not look well. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want to know what's the most terrifying thing? Yes. He fucking does the laying of hands when he heals people. So those meaty fucking baseball mitts are touching people's <laughs> fucking faces. But he probably doesn't have the social awareness of like, I'll put a hand on his shoulder. He probably just palms you right in the fucking face. He looks <laughs> like he's about to squeeze your head like a pimple. I sent you a picture. Go look. Look he's at this. that scene. You know when the mountain kills Oberon by like yes! squishing his head Squishing his fucking head. Oh! oh! That's exactly it. It's like his knuckles look like Andre the Giant. Like just <laughs> his knuckles alone. It's like instead of a wedding ring, they just like broke the brass ring off of a barrel and just put it right on his giant fucking sausage hand. He's swollen oh. with evil, Noel. <laughs> He's a swollen, sweaty man. He looks like he just got done doing like the Oscar Mayer hot dog eating contest, but every day of his life. Like, yeah. <laughs> Also, you're going to be so bummed. Look at how the fucking Miracle Spring Water comes in a fucking Coke bag, brother. <laughs> it looks like they squirted um, hand sanitizer into an actual little Coke baggie. And oh. then they took a piece of printer paper and typed in an Arial font. Or is it Arial? It doesn't matter. I think it's Arial. Arial. They typed it in Ariel Sands and then just slapped it on it. That might even be it's... on the inside of the baggie because it looks like it's wet. Yeah, it does look like it's wet. Jesus Christ. Fucking... They can't man. even spring for an actual bottle of water. Like, they can't just go and get, like, the cheap 99-cent Coke version of water. They're just pulling it straight from the tap, but only, like, one eyedrop full. Yeah, they can't even be bothered to, like, give you an ounce. That's like a whisper of water. That is the visual personification of the flavor in a LaCroix. <laughs> That's what that Get is. Get your fucking back off, LaCroix. <laughs> don't no, you were drinking it. Don't you bring Peter fucking pop off and his <laughs> gnarled knuckles into my fucking LaCroix. I bet when he's drinking a LaCroix and he's holding it in his hand, it looks like... Like the lid off of a chapstick. Just like <laughs> so little. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Um, this man is terrifying. Ugh, there's a picture of his hands coming at me. I hate it. <laughs> it's god. A, Oh my god. What's that scene? I think it's in Doctor Strange where he's like flying through and all the little hands come out. Imagine like he, this man just pawing at you for all eternity. I don't want this man to paw at me. Honestly, I fear for his wife's safety. If this man tries to even slip a finger in his wife, it's a whole fisting operation. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like the Grand Canyon formed in his wife. Like, just even the first knuckle in and she's fucking torn in half. (laughs) Oh, fuck <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> um, oh man so anyway he gives, he's like the kind of guy who like doesn't flush his the toilet because he thinks of it as a power move like i'm just getting no vibes from this man in which i want to be him in this my home. man ruminates in his shit smell a thousand percent yeah he is in the bathroom fans off it's a hundred degrees outside he's been taking a shitty greasy meaty shit 
all day long, like mm-hmm. 30, 45 minutes in there. His feet and legs have gone numb from sitting on the toilet that long. And he's just <laughs> fucking in through his big mouth and his yeah. gigantic nostrils he, absorbing the fumes. He's so layered on the kind of shit he is. And it's like, he so wearing women's underwear, not a big deal. He looks like he wears women's underwear, but then beats you to a pulp if you discover that he's worn it and then accuses you of being gay. That is absolutely the vibe I get from him. I it, Nothing has ever made more sense to me than that. It's like... I think he buys his wife like a vacuum for her birthday or like for Valentine's Day. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, oh, still a vacuum with vacuum bags. He's not even buying her yeah. bagless. It's not even a Dyson. It's she, it's something yeah, secondhand. She, she 100% has to wake up an hour before him and have her makeup on and then wait for him to fall asleep at night so she can take it off before she goes to bed. Oh my god, yeah, that's so true. I just... I know that this man walks around in women's pantyhose and high heels. Yeah. I just can see like, it. But then accuses, like, if he sees, like, a, any transgendered person or a cross-dresser or a drag queen, you know he's backing the legislation that, like, works against him because he's just a fucking hypocrite. Oh, absolutely. I can see him in his bathroom at two in the morning taking his wife's lipstick and just violently applying it and sobbing into the mirror. While also furiously masturbating. Um, with those giant fucking meaty balls. It's like, it's like, it's like the whole calling of Vienna sausage. It just, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he doesn't even like masturbate in the correct way. He just squeezes his dick until the tip of it looks like it's filled <laughs> with blood. And that's what he thinks an orgasm is. <laughs> it's just a hematoma. Oh my oh, god. Oh my god. <laughs> This guy fucking sucks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So he's also not ordained. Um, He just lies about his faith accolades and was famously exposed in 1986 for wearing an earpiece during his sermons where his wife would whisper information to him about people in the audience. Classic. It was 100% classic because they stole the idea from The Price is Right, where people would come and fill out cards in advance. And then when they go down to talk to Bob Barker, he's like, you're a student at university. And they're like, I am. Um, and once collected, his wife would read them behind stage and then would deliver the information to him as if he had received it from God himself. Honestly, that's such an old trick. It's like, just get up there and do sleight of hand magic. I'll be more impressed. Right? There's actually, I can't remember the name of his, the guy. I almost want to say it's Yuri Geller, but I feel like that's, I'm like crossing wires here. Um, I think Yuri Geller was exposed by this guy. But anyway, there was a guy who was like, magic isn't real and you're a con artist. And so he mm-hmm. would like famously um, watch people who claim to be self-professed miracle workers. And he'd be like, this is how you're fucking faking it. And then they would be like, no, look at me do my trick. And he goes, okay, I want you to take a step back and we're going to use my own table. And I want you to do the same thing. And they'd be like, well, the vibes are off now. And he's like, you can't do it because that table's magnetized and you're moving the magnets with your foot. Like he would do stuff like that. So he like did like a whole tapping of like the ministry and picked up the radio frequencies and she could hear like, oh, and he could yeah. hear like his wife going like, Peter, oh, Pete, you hear me? <laughs> Walk three steps to the right if you hear me. And he'd be like, God is good. Three steps to the right. Like 
It was really oh. it was like that. <gasps> oh my god, I've got to find that mm-hmm. audio. <clears throat> Look up Yuri Geller exposed because the guy who exposed him is that, and he actually has like a really crazy story because he was in a relationship with a man for years, and he like didn't want that exposed, so he lived like a super secretive life of exposing people. But he was so worried that he wouldn't be taken seriously because of his relation his relationship with his boyfriend. Very sad. Wow. Yeah, that is sad. Mm-hmm. So. The water might seem like fun because we are in a drought in Utah mm-hmm. after all, but the real money came down to making what he liked to call miracle mana. Damn, do you got to roll a d20 for this? Right? It's like you can only play one per turn and then you have to make sure that you have enough to tap if we're going Magic the Gathering style. But I do have a bigger fish to fry here and it's because Popoff writes mana is M-A-N-N-A, which is fucking wrong. We all know it's M-A-N-A. Magic the Gathering has established this in history, mm-hmm. and I refuse to not have the in, the local media integrity that we have established. That's us. By allowing us to perpetuate the idea that mana would be spelled with two M's, two N's. So only, only this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Only this human hemorrhoid would spell mana that way. Yeah, and if you spell mana that way, you're you're wrong, and you're a bad person for it. If you spell um, mana that way, I'm pretty sure your asshole's bleeding five out of the seven days of the week. Yeah, you're probably Pat Popoff. And <laughs> it's fun because he does have a bunch – like, the mana's literally just flatbread. Like, it's what you expect to see from when people take communion. But he shells it out through an actual infomercial, and we're going to play it now. It's – it's quite brilliant because it's almost um, like a testimonial commercial. Like, I used to be a piece of shit, but then I got miracle mana and I can do backflips. Like, it's very, um, hell yeah, very that. So, <clears throat> let's play it now. Closer. Closer. I can't hear it that well. I can't hear it. You can't hear it? It sounds like like shit. It's it's because it does sound like shit. Let's actually try doing it through the YouTube, like what we were kind of talking about. We're like, that's too hard. Yeah, that sounded like absolute ass. It sounded better when we were testing it. I'm going to play it through the computer, and then you're going to be like, ugh, it sounds terrible. It's like an early 90s infomercial. That's Oh, so we're just like hearing static. That just might be the case. Uh Uh-huh. So let me share my sound. God, VHS is cool until it's not. Yeah, it's like somebody recorded it of VHS. It's like the exact same thing that they did with the Fresno Nightcrawlers footage. Um, yeah, where it's a recording of a recording <laughs> that was recorded on a Kia Soul yeah. backup camera. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, so here we go. And I hope you can see my screen, right? Yep, I can see Slack. So. <sighs> what? Is that not this fucking... No, God, you're such see. a fucking boomer. <clears throat> All right, there we go. There you go. You oh, it. it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. so here we go. 
sometimes feel as though you need a new life because nothing in the old one is working? You can get a new life with Miracle Manna, the supernatural provision that God rained down on His people in biblical times when they needed something new. Through Miracle Manna, this awe-inspiring point of contact, people everywhere are discovering new hope and faith in God while experiencing divine prosperity like never before. Miracle Manna contains the exact same ingredients mentioned in the book of Ezekiel. Reverend Peter Popoff was instructed by God to prepare the miracle manna especially for you. According to specific guidelines, the anointing on this miraculous loaf is changing people's lives through healings, deliverances, and blessings that just keep overtaking them. Go to the... Okay, that's enough. Um, I... That's a saltine. It is. That's what that's I'm That's a saltine about. cracker. Fucking Brother, special. that is a saltine cracker. It, yeah. He didn't even try to make it look different. <clears throat> no, he didn't even put like any sort of religious insignia on it, like the same way that actual the Christ wafers are. Yeah. yeah, they have like it's it's insane. And you also, know that <laughs> you could buy a box of those off Amazon for like five bucks, and they're vegan and gluten free. Yeah, they're probably like a really great snack. They don't have implicit power until they go through like the blessing and whatever. Well, um, I bought some because I was going to do a fun little uh, blasphemous a little idea. Mm-hmm. And guess who get what? Guess what? Demon ate them all. Was it Cora? Nope, the real demon oh, house. Apollo. Do you Apollo. Apollo doesn't Apollo? do anything wrong ever. Apollo ate an entire box of Christ cookies. Do you remember the movie all. The Good Son with like Macaulay Culkin? Like, mm-hmm. Apollo, and everyone's like, oh, you're a piece of shit, but he really isn't the bad son. It's the good son who's the bad son. <gasps> yeah. Apollo. Dude, I know. street fighting changed him. Well, he did this last summer, but oh, that's I agree funny. still. So, I, I also want to say that a miracle loaf should have been my new Instagram name instead of Sith Lord. <laughs> I really could have gotten something there, but missed the boat on a that one. A miracle loaf. Also, um, they, in that infomercial and they said that he followed the exact specifications of making mana in ezekiel but i do want to say here that man making mana is actually outlined in the book of exodus and it also says that no man can reproduce it but i digress see this is the problem when no one reads the bible right? uh-huh. <laughs> i can almost guarantee every fucking loudmouth televangelist has actually never read the bible front to back oh no they've maybe read the quotes from leviticus and that's it. And maybe yeah. Revelation. But I don't think they're actually looking in the Bible. I think, I think they're going to like goodquotes.com at this point. I have looking genuinely... up like best quotes from the Bible. Just like they're, they're mm-hmm. spark noting their way through an essay, essentially. I have tried to read the Bible. It is very hard. Yeah, it's one of the most terrific pieces of literature ever written. And, and it's a perpetuated lie that people enjoy it. And that's There's... why it becomes like the most best-selling book of all time. There's definitely different things that you can get from it. Like I find it like a yeah, lot you of can parts. tear a page and turn it into a joint. You can um, tear a page and use it as kindling to start a fire. You know how like you read a book on like Buddhism and it's like, hey, this is how you can appreciate. I have one that's like, oh my god, what is it? It's basically uh, you have to make a load. You can't have a lotus from mud. Or you have to have mud to make a lotus. It's like, you can't yeah. have a rainbow without rain. There's little things like that, that it's like, yeah, that's harmless. But they, yeah, it's the way that they skew things. Like, imagine taking bread and bastardizing it to exploit poor people out of because they're desperate for miracles. 
I mean, baby, that's the whole, that's the televangelist way. The path to a private jet is paved with dead old people. And saltine crackers. Yeah, and saltines. Yeah. And this one is wild because you call in to get a cracker and you, again, the same thing with the miracle cloth. You have opened the door to give these people all of your information so they can exploit it. And I keep reading these and I'm like, why the fuck did I submit my information to get a free prayer cloth? Um, Morbid, I do it for you. I do Thank it for you. you all. Thank you. So their commercial goes – that is a f- like five-minute commercial. So we didn't even play a whole minute of it. Um, but the commercial goes on to show people ugly crying, saying that they ate this bread and suddenly they got a check from like $50,000. It don't say who, but they're like, I ordered it and now I have $50,000 and I paid off my house. And they, it, there's no context whatsoever. Like it could have been like, oh yeah, my dad was murdered. So I got like the payout of his social security early. There is no context mm. for how they get this money. Also, and, if that was really the case, we'd all be fucking millionaires, bitch. You kidding me? Right. And the uses for the mana, it's so incredible, Noel, because it doesn't even have to be eaten. You can make a blanket of bread and become a millionaire, or you can use it to cure yourself from physical ailments. I would like to order enough Jesus mana that I actually do make a physical blanket of saltine mana Jesus crackers, and I use it to cover my body at night. If you buy them and then just put them on your nipples... You wouldn't get the worst tan lines. You would protect your areolas, your yeah. mouth, and then you could nibble it. It is square shape. You just have to nibble the edges off. A nice snack. That's true. And then you're not getting arrested for indecent exposure. Yeah, the mana's protecting you. It's perfect. And the scary thing about all of this is these lunatics are still growing strong. According to USA Today, televangelist Jim Baker was sentenced to five years in prison in 1989 on 24 counts of fraud and conspiracy after misappropriating funds from followers for his own use. More recently, Baker has attempted to sell properties that is Christian-themed Morningside Development, southwest of Branson, Missouri. Morningside? Isn't that kind of close to Morningstar or like Morningstar or whatever? Like oh, like Lucifer name? Morningstar? Yeah. Um, it does, that's it kind does of, give me that vibe. Reach. Yeah, that's kind of a reach. I mean, not really for these motherfuckers who think they see, like, Jesus in, in a fart cloud. Like, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Or they like, credit cards with the chip reader in them as, like, the mark of the beast. Oh, it's a, yeah, I mean, it is, baby. Have you seen a Monster Energy drink? Um, and the Morningside USA is, like, a, uh, how can I describe this? It's like a Jesus-themed miniature Hallmark town. It's very cheap. It's very gaudy. It's like a building, but inside of it are little tiny village buildings. Does that make sense? Interesting. Morningside, USA. It's like a little gingerbread village that they put out sometimes at Christmas time. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, but it's people-sized for sure. Yeah, but, um, it looks fucking cute. It sucks that it's full of evil. You think that looks cute? Look at these little houses and stuff. I I know what it looks like. It looks like a little gingerbread village. Ugh. You don't want to live in a gingerbread village? The walls are made of candy, Noel. The walls are made of ginger. ginger. <laughs> yeah. Baker makes the gingerbread houses. I think that looks cute. It looks like a little... um. Like European village town. 
Like how all the houses are you? painted different colors. If that, this is how I know you haven't left the country because you look at Jim Baker's Christian Wonderland and say, that looks like a European town. I to 100% me, left the country when this, I was a baby. This looks like some fucking like Main Street holiday parade in like Akron, Ohio. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, but there's the buildings are cute. You don't think those buildings are cute? You don't think it's fun that all of those houses are painted fun different colors? These you can't buildings appreciate the simple sectioning of the houses. It looks no. like a set design on one of those Vanessa Hudgens like Christmas switch movies. <laughs> I bet they're I mean, filmed there. Yeah, they do get if that's what I said, they give me like shitty Hallmark Christmas yeah. movie. But like, but it's cheaper because at least those are trying to emulate realness. Where this yeah. to me is like, this is cheap. This is the same cuteness as like those cheap porcelain angels that old people keep in china cabinets. Like the that's precious the- moments? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the precious moments, Chelsea. The precious moments. I can't. That's the name of the brand. Or like you know when like old people have ceramic baby clowns for whatever reason. Dude, my mean aunt, her whole house was clown themed, and when we would sleep over there, I would stay on the couch because I needed a nightlight because I was scared of the dark. But the her ceiling fan was right over her couch, and there was a little clown painted like a cat going and hissing at you and it hung near feet above my head everything was clowns clown rug clown art clown pillows clown figurines hundreds of them everything was clown figure clown salt shakers and it wasn't like oh she had some a collection of clowns her house was clown themed what has to happen in your life for you to have like that type of obsession with a clown and not even be a clown? Because it'd be one thing if you were a professional clown and then you had like mm-hmm. clown knickknacks, but just to be an old wretched lady who is obsessed with clowns, like what type of sexual abuse did you have to endure to have a clown obsession? Dude, I think she was just a bitch, man. She was so mean to my mom <laughs> growing up. Uh, and then she was... She came to my sister's funeral, and then she was like, this is your cousin's kid. And that's, like, what she said to me. And I hadn't spoken to her in years, right? And I remember mm-hmm. just being like, whoop, <laughs> when I saw her. And she was like, hi. And, like, my fa- most of my family didn't come. Like, almost no one on my family on my mom's side came uh, because they were wretched people. But that mm-hmm. she came and was like, this is your cousin's kid. And I was like, cool, man. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that was like yeah. literally it. You know what I mean? Because it was like yeah. a very fuck. It wasn't one of those funerals where it was like, it's a celebration of life. So everyone's crying and miserable. And then she just pops up out of the blue after like 13 years. I think I hadn't seen her in her Ew. creepy fucking clown house. Yeah. Travis's kid. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck? Um, yeah. Go back to your clowns, lady. Dude, I think I've showed you a picture of my cousin Travis because he has a giant Illuminati tattoo on his throat. But it looks like maybe um, Pat Popoff like shit it onto his neck. Like that's <laughs> what it looks like. That sounds incredible. Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of it. It's gross. So anyway, it sounds gross. What does he do? Manage a maverick or something? I think he does meth. So fuck yeah, baby. Yeah, so Woo! anyway, that's the real uh, So 
Baker, Baker, going back to this motherfucker, said that his development, located in the Ozark Mountains, is the safest place to live when the apocalypse comes. He says, where are you going to go when the world's on fire? What are you going to do? This place is for God's people. And this place, we need some farmers to move here. Are you and kidding quote, me? <laughs> the this safest quote. place when the Does world has ends- the ability to do agriculture. <laughs> when- <laughs> when- <laughs> he thinks that that fucking place is going that that village looks like it's made out of polyester. That is not <laughs> world ending fireproof. All it's that bitch is the going the crackers. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's made out of the fucking crackers. And it's just like Wizard of Oz, the second it rains, everything's melting. <laughs> I don't even know if you can farm in mountain areas. Can you farm in the Ozark? I'm not sure. I you would can't like farm to see- our mountains. Like you might be able to plant a weed plant. Jim Baker has been trying to grow one single stalk of corn for 45 years in that <laughs> neon-covered Okay, they do. Those arcs do have some area for farming, but I think that's more personal. I, d- I honestly have no idea because I haven't been to that part of the country, but it, I'm just taking conjecture from what I'm assuming you can do in our mountain ranges, which is like there's no way you could even get even water flow because hmm. they're so steep. You the know? Ozarks, like fucking Kansas, isn't that where the fucking dust blow? <laughs> is that? I'm thinking Ozark, like <laughs> I don't even know what we're fucking talking what? about. Is the Ozark like? I think Missouri, I'm thinking of the Appalachians, Missouri, Kansas. I'm like thinking that? of like Appalachia for sure. Where are the Ozarks? <laughs> where the where the Great Depression? It's in yeah. St. Louis, Missouri. That place yeah. is fucking miserable. You know, it's like we try. I went to Missouri once and I it's, you know, when you go to, you do know because you live there, you know, the um, warehouse district of Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. That was what Missouri was like to me. What the (laughs) fuck are they farming there? Also, um, I don't want to say her name because I can't, you know, how we call typhoid Taylor, typhoid Taylor. I don't really like this person anymore, but there was no restroom. So she just peed on a wall by leaning against it. Just, like, pulled her pants down a little bit and, like, walked back and just, like, peed on a wall. That was my experience in St. Louis. Oh, my God. Also, the Dust Bowl was, uh, it technically refers to the western third of Kansas, southeastern Colorado, interesting, the Oklahoma Panhandle, the northern two-thirds of Texas, and the northeastern New Mexico. So maybe it wasn't where the Ozarks were. I think we're fucking dumb, man. I think we're victims of public. I was thinking of the Appalachian Mountains, so I was like, aren't there hillbillies there? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like, what the the fuck's going on in fucking Kansas and Iowa and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking know. Missouri? What the fuck's going on in Missouri? What is even there? (laughs) I live in Utah. Yeah, the arch is there. That's all I retained from St. Louis. Oh, Nelly. You can go down to St. Louis. You know? Nelly? You know. You know. You know. I know Nelly, but I don't know that song. What do you mean? What do you You mean? You can find me. You can find me in St. Louis. You know? I didn't listen to that. I don't know. I'm not aware of that song. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not aware Are of the song, Are you fucking Noel. kidding me? Okay, well, 
Not it's literally all of called us were born Lee. in the 90s and listened to Nelly. Actually, I think <laughs> oh, he was more of my time. He was more of your time. Also, <laughs> that, was that was so, so sweet. Anyway. We don't even have to. <laughs> that was so sweet of Taylor. Typhoid Taylor was like, when When were you born, Chelsea? 1993? <laughs> 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 I think right, your response was just, ha, 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 in all caps. And I think mine was just, ma'am. <laughs> I know. I said. Ha 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 in all caps. And I said, Are you asking if she was born in 1993? Question mark. She's like, Yeah, I'm not asking if she's 93. And I'm like, Chelsea's going to be 34. <laughs> Dude, I was, um, oh my God. Yeah, that was a lot. God bless her for it, though, man. I do want to say, I know we covered it on Patreon last week, and I'm about to get a little bit, uh, maybe too real, but the do genuine. Want. The genuine support that I've gotten from both you and Taylor and then people who have been commenting on Patreon has been so chef's kiss, and I just genuinely appreciate it. Um, Brother, and I guess that's all I'll put in. I'm going to tell you what I have also told Typhoid Taylor in the past and what I would tell anyone. Don't thank people for doing the bare minimum. Okay. She absolutely did not do the bare minimum today, She didn't though. do the bare minimum. She, <laughs> she did, did go above and beyond. She, she did excel. She so above and beyond. Yeah. She did go above and beyond, but for everyone else, yeah. don't don't praise people for doing the bare minimum. Okay, man. Sometimes someone's bare minimum on a bad day is still giving a hundred percent for them on that day. You know? Yeah, I get that, but also this is why we perpetuate bullshit people in our lives because yeah. when they do the bare minimum, we're like, oh my fucking god, thank you so much, and it's like. Literally shut the fuck up. If no one was going to do this for you, then they should go bury themselves alive well, in a canister of bleach and lard. I'm a fucking simp for my friends. So I was just eating that shit up. And then all of the comments on the Patreon and all that and all the messages have been just great. Uh, yeah. didn't, it didn't really work out the way I expected, but it was still just great. So, uh, <laughs> And if this man sounds familiar, remember we are talking about Baker. Um, it's because he was out there at these Trump rallies promising literal civil war if this man wasn't reelected. So from that same USA Today article, um, another guy also said that Pastor Robert Jeffries has elicited much controversy for his sentiments towards the LGBT community. They left out GBTQ. I didn't do that. They said that. Yeah, she did, you didn't, you didn't say, yeah, you didn't say quote, but that's okay. We well, know quote, now. Quote, there you go. this is what they're saying. I would say the proper thing. They are leaving out the cue, but not I. Anyway, um, his sentiments uh, towards that community, Mormons and Muslims, and claiming that Muslims practice a religion that promotes pedophilia. Again, he said that if you want to go for him, that's Pastor Robert Jeffries. And the statements resulted in Tim Tebow canceling an appearance at his first Baptist Dallas church in 2013. Fucking Tebow, boy. Do God. you remember that little fucking bitch? Do little you remember Tebow, that the little fucking <laughs> praying in the yeah. end zone, bitch? God, I hope that yeah. he never plays another day in his life. So, are you gonna go I know when you're Googling stuff because I see you highlight it on the document. Uh, I was <laughs> like, does he even still play football? I have no idea. He probably retired rich and happy. No, so, don't you dare. Robert Jeffries also was appointed one of President Trump's evangelical advisors and gained national attention when he claimed that, quote, God has given Trump authority to take out Jim, Kim Jong-un and invoking the Bible's Book of Romans to do so. So, 
again, I want we want you guys to remember these clowns when we wrap up the series next week. Speaking because, of clowns, Tim yeah. Tebow does not um, play football anymore. Mm. He's like, a hell flash yeah, in the pan. baby! This is a literal flash in the pan. Like he was everywhere, and now it's like, does he still play? No one knows. But should have fucking prayed harder, little bitch boy. So we want every. <laughs> um, so remember all of these people because we're not just gonna leave you hanging on this bullshit because this is about where I'm going to get profound because while there may not be light at the end of the tunnel quite yet, please remember what a wise man, AKA Mr. Rogers once said when I was a young boy and I would see scary things in the news. My mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And that is what we're going to wrap up with next week. That is such a good note to end on because we are. We're going to listen to a little bit more bullshit and then we're going to find the helper. And honestly, it's what I need. So how I need to heal. It's going to be beautiful. Um, Speaking of things that are beautiful, you may have heard us talk about it briefly in the beginning of this episode, but you should. (laughs) You should. Follow us, listen to us, and pay a dollar. That's it. That's all it gets you. It's just a dollar. Um, episodes, new episodes every week, but they're not really new. They're It's Patreon, baby. If that's what it is. Just go to Patreon. Um, you can find a link to it in the link tree in all of our bios. I'm at Noelle Fane. That's at Sith Lord. We're at Go to Hell Podcast on everything, and you can find the links in there. We're probably going to be revamping our fucking Patreon tiers now. We got um, it. So- and if you need, if you, I know we have people who just signed up, or even if you signed up a while ago and you want your fucking prayer package, let us know. I think yeah, that'd let be us a know. great way to like finish the episodes out with just prayer packages. Absolutely. I'll give you a little bit of prayer water, baby. You just won't know where it's coming from. <laughs> um, also in that link tree, you can find a link to our merch. We still have the Protect Trans Kids merch up where 100% of those proceeds go to help um, trans resources. We also have just flat out cool fucking merch. We've got some great ideas in yeah. the pipeline. I don't want to um, say any, I don't want to spoil them too much, but you and- know. We're still going to 100% do um, a merch giveaway type thing and donate it. Uh, keep oh, your yeah. eye out for that. I haven't forgotten. I just haven't put it. We just haven't put it together yet. But that is in the works. Yep. So <laughs> there's that. You can also find a link to Kelly Holloran or at Wildwood Owls stickers on Etsy. You can also find our shit in there as well as her cool shit that she makes. A link to our Discord server, which is always a good time. Shout out to everyone who showed the fuck up and showed the fuck out for the Margaritaville Crocs. Yes, we did get them. We got them. Yes, we did get them. We got them. That was insane. Everyone really showed up. I, I have never felt more showed up for than when I, the call to arms went out for the Margarita. My Oak God, Crocs. people, I got to say, people who are willing to drive like two hours, you are really? fucking real you. ones. Yeah, the fucking real ones. Or the people who are like, well, I called this place and like they have them, blah, blah, blah. You want to know where we finally fucking found them at? Amazon. Who'd have thought? We and we got them right before they jumped the price yeah. to three hundred dollars. So I checked. My, I think your size and my size are out, and then it's like the size twelves that are mm-hmm. still available. And then if you go on eBay, like the main size, people are selling the like lottery where they won the chance to buy them. They are also selling that. It's incredible, honestly. It's- I get it. I do get it. I you see them and you get it. Yeah. Um, 
And like we've said before, we have links to our Spotify and Apple podcasts, but I don't know why you would need those if you're listening to us right now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that that's basically that on that. Um, and I would like to say, you know, as always, it, and just talking about the televangelists and their Jesus manna, it just makes me thankful and reminds me that, you know, every day we should be uh, hailing Satan. Mm. Hail the Margaritaville Crocs. Always hail that. Hail Jimmy Buffett a little bit too. Yeah, he was. He did good. He did right by us with those Crocs. I doubt he had anything to do with them, but the fact that yeah. his existence <laughs> brought them yeah. to fruition is yeah. I'll give him enough. Yeah, the he he ran so that we could also run in Croc sport mode. Yeah, and probably uh, trip and break our fucking front teeth yeah. or something. But once those come in at the end of next month, um, you know, <laughs> holler at me. I'll crack open any beers you got. Oh my god, we got to do a photo shoot around those Crocs specifically. <laughs> you fucking better believe it, dude. All right. Sick. All right. Bye. Bye.